You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. You're listening to Mint Business News with me, Gopika Gopakumar. It's a brand new week and lots of interesting news to watch out for this week. But first, the main headlines this morning. Russia exploring the possibility of using China's yuan as a reference currency to value the rupee-ruble trade mechanism. The two countries may also look at a floating rate arrangement as India considers buying oil from Russia at a discounted rate to cool inflationary pressures. That's a Mint exclusive. Life Insurance Corporation of India will go public in April instead of March as decided earlier as the ongoing market turbulence makes the government wary of rushing India's largest IPO. The centre is watching market volatility closely and investor interest will be the key deciding factor for the timing of the IPO. That's again a Mint exclusive. Reserve Bank of India has lifted restrictions on HDFC Bank, allowing it to launch digital business generating activities planned under its Digital 2.0 program. The curbs were imposed by the central bank in December 2020 after repeated outages at the lender's data centre. The restrictions barred HDFC Bank from launching any of the activities planned under the Digital 2.0 program as well as sourcing of new credit cards. The RBI has asked Paytm payments banks to stop opening new accounts amid material supervisory concerns observed in the bank. The bank has also been directed to appoint an IT audit firm to conduct a comprehensive system audit of its IT system. Gale India will be on the radar as the board has approved payment of second interim dividend of 5 rupees per equity share for the financial year 2022. The record date for eligibility of shareholders for payment of dividend has been fixed at March 22. Ruchi Soya, Baba Ramdev-led Patanjali Ayurveda's owned edible oil firm Ruchi Soya will hit the capital market with its follow-on public offer on March 24th to raise 4300 crore rupees. Jubilant Foodworks, the master franchise of brands such as Domino's and Dunkin Donuts, said its CEO Pratik Rashmikant Pota has resigned. Pota will continue in his current role till June 15th this year. The government headhunter PESP has picked a non-upstream executive Ranjit Rath to lead India's second largest state oil and gas producer Oil India. Canada's Brookfield Asset Management Inc is looking to buy a substantial stake in Mahindra Sustain. Avendis Capital is running the sale process for the potential deal that values Mahindra Sustain at an enterprise and equity value of around 7000 crore rupees and 1700 crore rupees. Mahindra Sustain has a growing engineering, procurement and construction business besides 1.5 gigawatts of solar assets. That's again a mint exclusive. Rajya Sabha and Lok Sabha are set to resume their normal sittings for the second part of the budget session today. Mumbai has announced detailed plans to zero out carbon emissions by 2050, a target that puts it two decades ahead of India's national goal and makes it the first city in South Asia to set such a timeline. Moving on to markets, the key Indian indices are likely to start the week on a weak note amid concerns of rising geopolitical tension after Russian missiles hit a large Ukrainian base near Poland's border. At 8 a.m., the SGX Nifty futures were quoting 16,555 levels, hinting at a start with a loss of around 90 points for Nifty 50. Equity markets will keenly watch out for the February WPI data. This week remains eventful as the U.S. Federal Reserve is set to meet on March 15 and 16, where it will likely announce a quarter point hike in interest rates as expected. Investors will also closely watch developments on the Russia. 
Ukraine talks which will be held for the fourth time. In Asia, shares in Japan and Australia edged higher while Hong Kong and Shanghai declined. Brent crude rose 3.1% on Friday to settle at $112 a barrel. This morning, prices were seen sliding to $109 a barrel on hopes of peace from the ongoing talks between Russia and Ukraine. In business term of the day, we look at reference exchange rate. It's a set of daily exchange rates published by leading central banks. Reference exchange rates are used by companies and other participants in forex markets. They're based on regular daily concentration procedure between the central bank and leading commercial banks. Reference exchange rates are published for information, not trading purposes. With that, it's a wrap on today's edition. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great start of the week. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.